It's time to explore the unexplained, to delve into the mysteries of our world and the realms beyond, to seek out the answers to phenomena that defy conventional explanation. Welcome to Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark with Karen Frazier and Chucky G, where that journey begins. Good evening, everyone. This is Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark with your hosts, Karen Frazier and me, Chucky G. Hi, Karen. Hey, Chuck. What's up, sister? What's going down, clam? I don't know, not much. What's up with you? <laughs> Wow, what's up with me? Oh, uh, well, I'm working out a lot. Um, yeah. There's a weight. Yeah. Some iron. Yep. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, let's see. Um, working a lot. Oh, tomorrow I have to face my district manager. That's not a good thing tomorrow. I'm, I'm trying not to think about that because the guy's a pain in my tush. I hope he doesn't listen to the radio. Um, but he comes in, he's like, you have to be perfect, you know? And I just, it's impossible to be perfect so but you know hopefully he'll he'll be okay with me tomorrow i'm just i'm just hoping I'm for the sure best i'm sure he will i'm sure he'll be just fine with you uh, i tell i tell him i like him all the time so that keeps him off my back a little okay but there you go i do like him but i mean you know it's just like sometimes he gets a little he gets a little intense but you know it's okay because after tomorrow then i'm off saturday and sunday i work monday tuesday and then i'm off a whole week so i got lots of time coming off nice mhm so nice. i mean uh, I know that you went to the spa the other day, didn't you? I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a very was a very enjoyable. It was nice. Yes, I uh, did. You get, did you get like a, you get like a masseuse, like Antonio. He comes out as big old beefy. Guy. No, I don't. That's that's my massage therapist here in town, and he's his name is Alan, and he's yeah, he's mean. Uh-huh. He hurts me. <laughs> he's mean he hurts you why would yeah. you go pay somebody that hurts you i don't understand because this. it's therapeutic massage it's for I like suppose. because i have i have like a back injury a long long-term back injury that i have to go get work well, I, mean, I, 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 I answered my own question why people would pay to hurt you because there's other things that people pay for too so but anyways we won't get into that tonight will we but that's a, uh what, that's, we could does it <laughs> does it does it i mean but when he's done, I mean, does your back feel better for a while, or I mean, well, it-, it feels great when he finishes. Yes, because he's yeah. done and he's not hurting me anymore. <laughs> no, but that's what I meant. I meant yeah, like- it, yeah, it usually holds me for about two weeks or so, and then I have to go back. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, well, that's good. Because you know, I have like a bad neck, so I was thinking maybe you know I could get like Clar- Marissa. I don't say Clarissa. <laughs> She'll get mad at me. Marissa or something to come in and do the massages. You know, the, the very first time I ever had a therapeutic massage. Mm-hmm. I was laying on the table, and it was uh, a gal, a good friend of mine named Janine, and she started doing the massage, and I said, do you have needles? Are you poking needles in my back? Or so? I mean, it hurt that bad. It was just crazy hurt. Really? That's yeah. I got like- a really messed up back because somebody, rear- a drunk rear-ended me when I was 22 years old, and I got really severe whiplash, and it's I've never recovered from it. I'm sorry. Did you say a drunk rear-ended you? Yes. In a car. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. I got a little yeah. confused there for a minute. <laughs> in a car. Hey, in a car. Well, that just took the fun right out of that, didn't it? And it was a drunk lady. It was a drunk lady? It was a drunk lady. In a car. See, drinking and driving, man, just doesn't mix. That's, that's bad. Yeah, every time I've got my neck's messed up because every time I, I, 
I'm sitting there like three times. I'd sit at a light and someone just rams into me. I, it's like, there's a red light and I'm sitting here. Why would you ram into me? You know? So that's, I got the I good- know. And that's it. I was sitting at a light and she was going like 45 miles an hour and she was drunk. And, um, I was pretty small frame. I, I have a pretty small frame, even though I'm yeah. not very small right now. I'm actually a naturally kind of small person. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, I, my body didn't like it very well. It, I was sort of flung around like a rag doll a little bit. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, got a concussion, got whiplash. It was great. It was great. It was wonderful. It's a great experience. You should try it again. Um, so tonight we have William Becker on the show, Mr. Yeah. Gym teacher, coach at Paranormal Insight. I think he went to Europe, didn't he? He came back from Europe. Yeah, he, just got back from, he just got back from a European trip, and he's actually um, hosting a trip, a haunted trip to Turkey in August. Whoa. Interested in that? Yeah. And he's um, also, he has a class and a, like a weekend coming up at the Sumter Bed and Breakfast, made famous on that wonderful show with our good friend, Mr. Verberg, uh, Ghost of Mine. Yes, Mr. Mustachio. Yeah, I love that show. Ghost Mine is one of my faves. So Yeah, so and William's doing us a solid tonight because we had another guest scheduled and she canceled at the last minute because she had some family stuff. Yep. And um, William stepped in, and we are really grateful to him for doing so. Yeah, it's nice that we have friends and, and people, not just guests, friends, that actually will step in when we need them. Um, though I, I do hope the lady comes back so we can talk about the Queen Mary. She will, I'm sure. She yes. she absolutely will. All right, cool. Well, um, I guess it's that time. Cheryl, you want to roll it, please? When the world gets weird and things don't make any sense, it's news of the strange and the odd. Okay, I got some real weird ones for you tonight. And I do mean weird ones, okay? This is the only one that actually says who, you know, like where it came from and who, who did it. The other ones don't even say it, which is kind of funny. So, uh, but you'll see why anyways. But this one was, uh, is I got it off of mirror.com, which is kind of interesting. It's like odd and strange stuff that comes out. Uh, Kellyanne Mills. It, and it happened on June 4th of this year. So it just happened, okay? Bizarre footage shows thousands of worms lined up perfectly along the road in phenomena that has biologists, biologists, I can't say it, biologists, stumped. Um, What's really weird, you can't see the picture, but you know how you have the double yellow line in the middle of the road? Yeah. Okay, all right. So the worms can be seen in the spaghetti-like clumps following the double line on the middle of the road. Thousands of worms have appeared in huge clumps in a strange phenomenon that has got the biologists stumped. They appeared in a strange line along the road in the middle of East Eisenhower State Park in Texas after recent floods. Uh, initially, rangers thought someone had carelessly dumped piles of spaghetti, but when they took a closer look, was shocked to find the wriggling little creatures. No one knows how the worms got there or why they formed in such a perfect alignment, because you can see them just going all the way down the road. Uh, Superintendent Ben Herman told ABC News, we're still puzzled why they decided to line up in the middle of the road. Even our biologists don't know why they're spaced so well and in the line. The worms remain in the spot for about two days before eventually retreating back into the soil. Uh, park officials have two theories why the worms might have come out in groups. One is that heavy rains saturated the ground so much that the forced you know, the worms onto the drier parts of the pavement, okay? But even if they did that, to me, I would think, well, they'd be like sporadic. They wouldn't be like perfectly in between the two double lines going all the way down the road. 
Uh, the second theory is that rain may sound like predators beating down on the ground to the worms. So they moved and clumped together to avoid them. The piles were only found in the back part of the state park that was closed off to vehicles because of flooding. Superintendent Herman added no other t- Texas state parks reported the same phenomena. So how's that for weird? I think that they liked the paint. Like the way that the paint felt because the paint changes the texture of the pavement. And so there really? was something about the way that the paint felt on the pavement. Uh-huh. That's my really? theory. Whoa. I, I like that theory. Cause I was, I'm looking at it going, I have the slightest clue. Cause it did. It looked like a big chunk of like spaghetti, but they were, they were moving. So it wasn't spaghetti and they were like all, I mean, you could just as far as you could see down the road, there was like these big piles of worms. So there you go. Worms for everyone. Yay. But here's the thing. Okay. Yeah. So. They think it's predators, so they clump together so the predators can grab more of them at once. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't understand that either. I was like, well, I, like, worms I don't, I probably didn't know. don't have real big brains. I was going to say, how do worms even know Like, if they're banging on the ground? Oh, my God, there's predators coming. Let's go up to the surface where they're at so they can kill us instantly. And get Would together you? so they can grab us all at once. So we can <laughs> go together as a family. <laughs> would they would they go down further into the ground? I know. You no, know, it's like it's 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 that that worm logic is like when I want to fly with my family so that if mm. I die in a plane crash, they die with me. See? Mm. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was Park Rangers. No offense to Park Rangers, but you know, yeah, that was their theories. All right, so here's another one. Here's one for you. We have all been drinking dinosaur urine. Oh, yes. Look at, oh, look at the faces cringling now. Almost all the water on the planet was, at one point, consumed and then peed out by dinosaurs. It's an idea that seems too ridiculous to be true, but when you think about it, the water we drink is the same water that has been around since the earliest Earth's days. Every creature on the planet throughout history has consumed and then urinated that same water, which has been recycled over and over for countless eons. The fact that the dinosaurs walked the Earth for over 186 million years would have given them plenty of time to have collectively sampled the vast majority of the water on the planet. While this doesn't mean that what you drink is literally dinosaur urine, it does suggest that at least some of the molecules in the glass you have been once had been peed out by a prehistoric reptile. Uh, a curious mind video exploring this concept in more depth can be viewed on YouTube. Just type in, have you drunk dinosaur pee? And there's actually a video on it. <laughs> so there you go. How's that one for you, huh? Let's have a glass I, of water. I don't know. I don't know why I would care. I guess on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I that is the extremely... biggest non-story ever. I I found it to be extremely humorous. And that's I'm what it's all a about. Sip of my dinosaur urine, right? Yeah, now. drink your urine now, sister. Mm-mm. Yeah, see, it is a story, man. It's dinosaur pee. Come on, who doesn't like a good dinosaur? Who doesn't like a good urine story? I like urine stories. So you have dinosaurs and urine stories. There you go. It's a hard crowd tonight, folks. The last one, KFC sues Chinese companies over eight-legged chicken rumors. That is correct. Mm-hmm. KFC, oh, chickens, KFC chickens are genetically modified and have six wings and eight legs. The fast food giant says these companies in China, their companies in China have been posting these rumors on social media. All right, so KFC, KFC, of course, is not happy about this and has filed lawsuits against all of them for their posts on the mobile phone app WeChat. KFC is demanding $242,000 in an apology from each. The Shanghai People's Court has accepted the case. With more than 4,600 restaurants, 
restaurants in China. KFC is the country's biggest restaurant operator. That's pretty interesting. KFC's China, uh, Chinese CEO said in a statement that it is hard for companies to protect their brands against rumors because of the difficulties in collecting evidence. But the step-up efforts by the government in recent years to purify the online environment, as well as some judicial interpretations, have offered us confidence and weapons, she said. Four companies are now being sued over this wonderful story. How do you, how are you supposed to cover that? You can't go on the web and like clean it up. I mean, come on. In America, no. you think that's impossible? Well, but I don't, I think that, that what I took that to mean is that in, in China, that's mm-hmm. their, they have web purification strategies. You know, there are, there are countries that are not like ours where there are big filters on the internet and you can't go to certain websites and, mm-hmm. you know. It's true. I have a question in chat by Bob it says, what happened to the poop when we were talking about dinosaur unit? Well, I'm assuming that would be like. Oh, Bob! Wouldn't that be like fertilizer? You that it was in it was in your car, dude. Oh no, that's the (laughs) dinosaurs themselves, but probably their poop too. Well, there you go, man. Those are those are crazy stories. I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff going out there. You know, talk about drinking, and I swear to God, you have to go look at the video because the video is this really long, professionally made movie about dinosaur urine. It's really crazy. I I just I I just can't bring myself to care. Man, you're so you're such a hard crowd. How about the egg, eight, 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 How about the eight-legged chickens? That'd be kind of cool, right? I mean, you could get more legs. Everybody wants a freaking drumstick or a thigh. Nobody likes the chicken breast. They say they do, but they don't. They're dry. They're stringy. They're flavorless. You really? Want- yeah. You feel that way? I'm a chicken breast man. Oh, Any kind I, of- yeah. You're a breast man, all right. I, I love. I, I like. I like dark meat. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> I like chicken breasts. That's all I can say. I can't eat. I can't eat like drumsticks and stuff. I mean, you know, even like when you have Thanksgiving, you and you have the turkey, and everybody's like, "I want the leg." It's like I don't, I don't want the leg. I just want the center giant. I like the white meat. I'm just a white meat guy. I think that's the difference between us, Chuck. Okay, Karen's a very non-talkative person tonight, as you'll see. Um, I'm doing all the talking, and she's giving me the faces. You were. You were doing the news. What would what? you like me to do? I would like you to. I would like you to participate. I be did. part of it. Like, oh yeah, you did. You said I don't. I don't really think that's very interesting about dinosaur urine, and that was it. And then I said I was busy drinking my dinosaur urine. <laughs> All right, I'll give I you that. I believe one. that that is participation. Fine. What do you want from me? What I... do you want from me, Chuck? <laughs> I don't know. Conversation. A good conversation would be really wonderful. All right. So what we, do we like to talk about? I don't know. What are we going to hit up, uh, Mr. Becker, on tonight? What do you What do you think we should start with? I mean, oh, I don't probably, know. I just saw him two I mean, days ago. I know so. you know him so well. So how are we going to do this? And I just talked to him on the phone, and oh, great. you know. So I, I don't know. We'll just talk to him. He's cool, good, cool, good, good. A, I can talk a, too. He's a cool, good people. He's a cool, good. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Say, let's say chipmunk. That's all I want you to do is say chipmunk. that word. There you go. There you go, folks. So, uh, and and anemone. Yes, and, and, and I can't say that either. Anemone. Say it again. Anemone. 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 Isn't that the song? Is that like the song? No, that's phenomena. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there you go. And tonight we have our wonderful, lovely producer back this evening, don't we, Miss Sharon? Yes. Yes. She just, she just. Per- she, her eyes went I, wide. She's like, "What, lovely? Yes, lovely." And then she looked at her reflection in the Skype window, and she. <laughs> fixed her hair. Uh, so yeah, my um. Uh, so how's everybody? Like really quick, we have a little time. How's everyone's dolls doing? 
Because my dolls have been pretty chilled. Have, have you, has yours been too, or, or no? Um, I've been really, really busy. <laughs> so you haven't really noticed that they could have been really? running around and you don't even know. I've been, and at night, I've been really, really tired. <laughs> so they could literally be doing jumping jacks in front of me, and I would. I would not have even okay. noticed. So how I don't know, you? Cheryl. How's Bettina? Yeah, how much? Yeah, Cheryl. Uh, nothing really going on here. We were supposed to do some scheduled experiments over the weekend, but we moved it to this coming Saturday. Ooh, so, okay. can you uh, share what we're gonna we're gonna try? Or yeah, well, just the usual. We're gonna do EVP sessions, um, um, EMF meter, um, temperature measurements, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that, and. Um, kind of see if we can pick up anything because otherwise there hasn't been anything that has caught our attention cool yeah i just uh i posted uh just for everybody that knows uh, if you want to go to www.indarkinvestigations.com i just posted the stuff from the arcada theater in st charles they finally got through the evidence we we made like a little video of some of the stuff that we did i haven't put up the evps yet because we got a bunch of them but i did put that up on there so you know you can check that out it's kind of cool um and then right now i'm working on all the first word schoolhouse stuff because there is so much but i like the i like the the fact that spirits like to swear at you all the time i don't understand why <laughs> maybe it's funny but um you know the, i like the, to swear at you too chuck it just must be you it's something about you that just brings it out in people dead and alive you wanted wow. me to talk now would you like me to go back to wow do, do you feel the love folks because i feel it yes they said f you to me i was like very and it was like f you very clearly and slowly and Is it was that like on the echo box yeah, and then Sean started laughing, and I go, "Did they, he goes? Didn't you hear what they just said?" I go, "Well, I think I heard what they just said so now." And of course, I'm listening to recordings. Yeah, it's pretty clear. It's like there's no mistaking what they said because uh, I kept they trying F to get you, Chuck, or did they? Well, just no, they just said "f you" because I kept saying, "Come on, you know, you got to sing." They We're probably to do that. they probably left out the Chuck part because they meant <laughs> to say that. Yeah, do you have it? Do you have it to send to Cheryl? And oh, we can't play that on the air, Cheryl. No, we can't play the one anyways. I know it's oh, okay. Oh, she just dropped an f bomb. Did you see I that? I know she this? did. See, F-bomb my F-bomb. There's a double F-bomb tonight, folks. Ah, you can't prove like, that. You can't prove you. it. Beep you. That's all you'd hear. But, yeah, um, but yeah, I'll have some, I'll have to get some of the other cool ones. I'll, I'll probably give them to Cheryl and we can play them on the, on the show. But, uh, yeah, there's, like, tons and tons. But we had a lot from the, our, uh, the Arcata Theater. They were really nice. They really enjoyed when we played the music, when we were playing, like, uh, music as a trigger. Uh, but I think that besides the – Here's my theory on this too. Besides it being music, I believe it's got to do with the frequency again. And we talk about frequencies and stuff like that. I really think it has a lot to do with, you know, grabbing their attention with that. Um, not that they can't hear the music itself, but I think that's what brings it forward. And I'll tell you, we were playing it. It was, it was funny because we would, they'd be talking. We would play it. They'd get quiet. We'd stop. We'd say you want us to play more, and then they get all like, you know, yeah, 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 whatever. And then we'd play it, and they get quiet again. So it was a, it was really cool how they just wanted to chill back and listen to the music. So, well, I have I've actually done some experiments with music and, and? In haunted places, and um, my theory was that um, it's not about the music, but it's about us experiencing the music because they don't have ears, and so they're picking things up psychically, right? Right. So the experiment we did was with recorded music versus live music. Oh, okay. And we got much more response to live music than we did to recorded music. Really? Because 
when you're performing live music, you're performing it in your head. I mean, so it's coming through psychically to them. So if it's a song you really dig that you're listening to, they may yeah. feel that there's just anybody who performs knows that there's more to performing than just playing notes. Yes, correct. it's a feeling. It's a it's an expression. It's emotion. It's all of those things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So unless you're playing a song for them that you really like and that you feel all those emotions, they're going to be more likely. In the very short amount of research that I've done, I found that they respond stronger to performed music that's as a, opposed I, to. I find it very interesting that, that, that I mean, that's a good point. Um, I don't really, you know, because I mean, I know as, as a singer, yeah, you feel that music. You, it's, it's in you, you know, when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. So um, that's good. I mean, I, I mean, what, 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 when you do it live, what do you do? Does someone have a guitar or someone just sing or I mean, what do you um, do? So we've, we've, done the singing we've done um where tanner has played his saxophone mm-hmm. i've played my flute i've played a recorder oh well that's cool i mean i've done this we've done the singing because you know at first word schoolhouse if you sing old mcdonald for some reason sometimes they like to sing back that's when mm-hmm. i got swore at because i kept doing it and i wasn't really getting any response to go come on what's the matter you don't want to sing or something and they said you know drop the bomb on me so i mean they were not in the mood to sing with the bleep um, bleep here yeah, and yeah. bleep bleep there yeah, they were definitely not in the mood. They're a bleep. They're a bleep. Yeah, shut the bleep up, Chuck. So, but no, but that, I find that interesting. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to to um, experiment with that myself a little so, bit more. So, yeah, more. what you what you need to do is you experiment with music that you'd really are indifferent to. Mm-hmm. Uh, a piece of music that you really, really love, mm-hmm. and then performing a piece of music. So okay. the first two would be recorded, and the next one would be performing. And just see which which turns out to be the more uh, app. Yeah, because I mean, we've I've used um, a frequency generator, you know, where I put out frequencies, mm-hmm. um, and that does seem to generate some response because you know they're picking up on the actual uh, sure. you know, fr- frequency itself. But um, uh, you know, because I'm yawning. Sorry, that's, a, that's okay. Yawn away. Oh my god! No, that's I'm, because I, I, from what I hear, dinosaur urine actually has narcotic properties, and so it's making me a little sleepy. But I'm not in pain either, and now I'm really stoned. I'm tripping balls on my dinosaur urine. Tripping balls. And that's it for me this evening, folks. I had a wonderful <laughs> show. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay, folks. This is what they call busting Chucky G's balls. Uh, you wanted a- me to talk. What was I, I want to talk to? nicely. I don't want you to bust my schnods. I'm kind of talking nicely. I mean, <laughs> you're not. No, we had a very interesting discussion about yes. music and the paranormal. Yes, we did. And then all of yes, a sudden just snapped did. off into dinosaur urine again. I was trying to bring some fun and humor to the show with interesting stories. And, and I am, no. Am I, Cheryl, do you think that I'm being mean about the story or am I just merely talking about dinosaur urine as I'm drinking it? Exactly what you said. See? Oh, oh my God! It's two against one. Two oh, women. <laughs> like, like she was going to say anything otherwise. Power, as, just people. You could see it as Karen <laughs> asked that she gave her, she gave her the, the dirty eye. Like, <laughs> you really think that's going to yeah, be what's going on? <laughs> no, Girl, of course not. Cheryl is so freaking scared of me. I am terrifying. <laughs> Come on, man! Don't be putting the pressure on her like that. I am so terrifying. I have never thrown a punch right. in my life. Okay, well, I liked the dinosaur urine story, and if you guys like that room, I want you to say, I love dinosaur urine. I did, Type I it in did now. too. I'm, I liked it so much that I drank a large, refreshing <laughs> glass of dinosaur urine. Did you like the worm story? 
Um, yes. And now I would like to go eat a plate of spaghetti worms. With some dinosaur urine? With my and dinosaur some eight-legged chicken. And some eight-legged chicken. I See, I would be happy with eight-legged chickens, and here's why. Because more legs for me. <laughs> Bob says, Chucky, ban Karen for being disrespectful to the hosts. Thank you very much, Bob. Thanks for being um, here. Thanks, buddy. Love you. Yeah, so I think that I'm going to ban Bob now. <laughs> Uh-oh, Bob. I think you're just going to get kicked out of the chat room. Watch out. Here comes Karen. Oh, Bob will get his. That's all I can say. So um, Tanner's coming home from college um, next Wednesday. Really? So you got anything planned? I mean, you guys going to do anything when he's back? Yeah. So he texted me yesterday while I was at the spa Mm -hmm. and um, was all excited because he got an apartment for next year. So he's moving in in August, his very first apartment. Wow. And so he was excited about that. But the main purpose was for for the text was, of course, because he needed money for the deposit. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Of course he did. But is it, wait, is he, but is it by himself or is this? No, no, he has a roommate. Okay. All right, cool. Right, so he has a roommate, and he's he's already he sent me a big long list of all the crap in the house that he wants for his apartment. So what's 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 her name? The roommate. Uh, Dan. Oh, sorry, it's a guy, Dan. Okay. Yeah, Dan. Mm-hmm. They're both curly. They're both both curly headed blonde musicians. So oh well, they'll have plenty of women then. They'll, they'll yeah. Be- oh, are you kidding me? Tanner is dripping in girls it just it's crazy he's dripping in chicks folks i was i i didn't want to be that disrespectful but yeah he's dripping in chicks <laughs> if you ever hears the shows you go oh my god no mother. he knows i tell him that all the time girls just throw themselves at him it's weird god that must be nice i wouldn't know anything about having women throwing at me i can barely get a date but you know i digress have you asked anyone out well, not yet, but... Well, then I, I guess that's probably why you can't get a date. <laughs> well, I've been on, like, you know, those dating sites, but here's, they always, like... Here's what happens. They don't go, do they that. go read it. They go, read, delete. Read, delete. It's like, don't seriously? Don't go on a, go on a dating site. That's terrible. Dating I am right now. Well, I am, just to try to find someone to no, hang with. No, they, they need to meet you because and discover your wonderful qualities. You can wow them with stories about eight-legged chickens and dinosaur urine. <laughs> uh, uh, Cheryl, did you just type in what are schnods? Schnods are what hang between the men's legs. That's a schnods. Okay, I've never schnods? heard them called that. Did I say schnods? I, I said schnods. Before. What's All a right. schnod? It's, See? It's, it's, a, it's a nice Is way it of... a testicle? Oh, my God. I was trying not to say that word, but yes. It's a, it's a funny Wait. way of saying testicles. Schnads. We used to say it when we were kids. Don't kick me in the schnads, man. Never heard yeah. that before. And if, was, and if it was the nards. monster, uh, don't kick me in the nards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wolfman's got nards. Yeah, see, but I say schnads. So there you go. Oh, and she put up eHarmony. What do you think about eHarmony? I think that you should meet people in person because they will that because they will love you when they meet you. Oh, I need. I just I just, I just don't think that I just don't I don't know maybe I'm old fashioned because you know I've never online dated so maybe I'm just old fashioned. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I, I yes. I know two people who met and well, you married and Chad. people. No, not me and Chad. Or yes, not us. Um, who met married someone. Um, using eHarmony. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that Chuck can, um, I think that he can, I don't think he needs it. Right. You're a groovy guy, Chuck. 
Well, thank you. You're pretty groovy yourself, sis. Hey, see. All right. All right. So maybe maybe we should go to break now. Okay, sure. That's fine. We can go to break. All right. So we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're talking to our buddy, William Becker. Stick around. You're listening to Paranormal Underground Radio in the dark here on the Hazy Radio Network. We will be back in a few minutes. Hey everyone, it's me, Chucky G, and I'm here with Karen Fraser. We'd like to invite you to join us on Hazy Radio every Thursday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific, 10 to midnight Eastern for Paranormal Underground Radio. In the dark with Karen Fraser and Chucky G. We'll be exploring the paranormal and featuring the latest in spiritual and metaphysical topics, as well as interviewing intriguing guests. So please join us every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern for two hours of exciting paranormal radio on hazyradio.com. Hey everyone, it's Karen Frazier from Paranormal Underground Radio. I'm here to tell you about my latest book, Pioneer Spirits, Investigating the Haunted Lewis County Historical Museum. In the book, I got together with Patty Valdez, South Sound Paranormal Research. SSPR has actually interacted with the ghosts at the Lewis County Historical Museum for more than seven years, and the experiences that I've had there as a volunteer and paranormal investigator have been significant. So I'm excited to share the story of the ghosts there with you. I hope you'll pick up a copy of Pioneer Spirits so that you too can know what it's like to encounter one of Washington State's most active haunts. This book is available on Amazon.com or you can visit my website at AuthorKarenFraser.com. Do you want to keep up with what's going on at Paranormal Underground? Then tweet us on Twitter at ParanormalUG. Or follow us on Facebook at Paranormal Underground. Meet us on MySpace, Paranormal Underground. There's no need to be in the dark about what's going on at Paranormal Underground. Join us on your favorite social networking site today. Where do you want to go to lunch? I'm having a stroke. Did you hear what I said? I'm having a stroke. Why aren't you answering me? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for fast. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Babies, you got to just roll with that flow. Yeah, right into the great daylight as the sun arises right there in your heart. Starting at 7 a.m. Eastern Time and running right into high noon, you've got the Coyote Medicine Show in the mornings with your host, Grandpa Peter Coyote, helping you take flight right into the heart, baby. That's right. you got to know. you got to get in the flow. The Coyote Medicine Show, only on the Hazy Radio Network. Hazy Radio listeners, do you like animated movies and TV shows? Do you ever wonder just what goes into making the magic that appears on your screen? Join Doug Engler and Brandon Ahrens every Sunday night for Animazing Radio. Animazing will feature everything in the animation arena, from voice actors and actresses to illustrators, producers, and more. Only on Animazing Radio will you find the very best in animation from around the world. Catch Animazing Radio every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, only on the Hazy Radio Network.
The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Hazy Radio Network, its affiliates, or sponsors. All shows are independently owned and broadcast for entertainment purposes only. Good evening. You're back with Hazy Radio Network. This is Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark. Our hosts are Karen Frazier and myself, Chucky G. And you're listening to Marvelous Music by Michelle Knight, Wings by Ellison Fortier, Elio by Oleg Sardikov. And I think we had Funkorama in there with Kevin. Mc, Mc, is it McLeod? McLeod. McLeod. Like yeah. McLeod, I think of the yeah, guy with the horse we, riding we, on the. Yeah, <laughs> we had we had we had technical and engineer and or not technical and um producer difficulties. So. That's okay though. We're here now. We're, but here. we're here now. It's, it's Karen. It's me and our wonderful guest, Mr. William Becker. Good evening, Mr. Becker. Good evening. Thank you so much. And Karen, hey. you just have to share the dragon urine with Cheryl. Uh, it's dinosaur, oh. dinosaur urine. No, no, I like dragon urine better. Dragon That's urine, cool. is, dragon urine is like psychedelic. I think. I think so too. You drink some, and you start shooting fire out your butt. I've you never go. heard this stuff nah. before. I'm, I don't know. It could happen. So, I I hear that you were in Europe, sir. Yes, I got back two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. Recently, he recently returned. He yes. recently returned. So I would like to hear about your journeys, if that's possible. I'd like to hear like where you went, what you did. What I always want to hear about the whole experience because I I've, I don't want to get out of Illinois. So you know I can just live vicariously through you. So, ah, um, okay. can you kind of give us an idea of like, well, why did you go there? First of all, what was the? Well, what was I went the there deal? in part to research a book. Um, actually, I've got a new book, and then to get more information for a second one. And I'm looking for some locations for some events. And I wanted to go to the Ghost Club meeting. I've been a member for a while, and so I scheduled the trip so I could go to a meeting, which was fantastic. They've been around since 1863 or 1862. Oldest paranormal organization in the world. Really? Yeah, a lot of great people. I got some great information about places to go while I was over there. Mm -hmm. Met some good people and um, had a good time. Spent about... Eight and a half hours with everybody. Just most the meeting was and lecture was an hour, and the rest of the time we were sitting around. And you know these meetings are in pubs um, or upstairs in pubs, and then you go downstairs after the meeting. So um, they're fun, and uh, um, I don't know if the pub was haunted, but there are plenty of spirits flowing around with everybody else, and. Um, so that was part of it. But I drove around England for – I didn't take a car into London this time, but I've spent about four days there. And then a little over two weeks driving around um, central and western and a little bit southern England. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cornwall, oh, Cotswolds. I love the Cotswolds. Then I went up to visit friends and see some haunted spots up a little bit further north, Lancashire. And Lancashire is a county, I believe. Darwin is the name of the town. Mm -hmm. Adrian and his family, his wife and kids. It's great. And uh, I love it when you go to places and they remember you in the hotels because, you know, you were there before and you're just weird enough. Um, (laughs) And then they upgrade you. You know, you buy the cheap room and they give you the best room in the house. Little details. It's kind of fun. Um, And then I also... There's a town I like in the Cotswolds where the hotel's the oldest in England, built as a hotel. Mm-hmm. It was built in 1220 as a guest house for the Abbey. 
that it's next to. And I always get to stay in the old part. And last year, I even got to see the lady in black. And this year, I slept in the room she killed herself in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't see her this year. But um, it was fascinating. Um, and hit places like Tintagel, which is the castle that's the birthplace, the supposed birthplace of Arthur. Um, it's ruins high up on the cliff. Great exercise, climbing from sea level to several hundred feet mm-hmm. up narrow paths and stairs. And visualizing, seeing seeing the history. I mean, this is part of what I love what I do. And I'm not yeah. sure who coined the phrase spiritual tourism, but getting a chance to sometimes meet, but other times see what's going on this had been a site since celtic times pre-roman times and could see this stuff um aside from the ruins up there and um going out to dartmoor and visiting some of the the medieval and and prehistoric sites there Mm -hmm. and getting a feel i had a friend in that area that went with me and it was nice because we were picking up similar things you know pretty much mm-hmm. the same thing in places that we went could have spent about three more days on the moor um it was fabulous and i think the best chef i've come across in england or on my travels at the b&b i stayed there oh. Oh. um and then um glastonbury avebury places like that um mm-hmm. got to go into the burial mounds that West Kennet and um, Avebury. The stone circles at Avebury are so big, the village is built in them. And just amazing places. Mm. And then I spent a bunch of time in Eastern Europe on a tour and then hung out in Copenhagen for a while. Yeah. So about six weeks. And uh, it was it was fascinating. Um, picking up on things in museums. I'm a museum. Mm-hmm. The older, the better. Okay. And even in Copenhagen, you can see pieces of um, the Mesopotamian city um, cities' ruins and, and such. The archaeology—it's it's amazing what you can find all over Europe. And it kind of puts us to shame over here, but um, <laughs> and ghosts everywhere, all over. How, now, how does it? Like, I mean. I, I know, I know, a spirit is a spirit, but I mean, how is it over there compared to here? I mean, because there's got to be like because of the 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 older history and such like that, isn't it? Uh, is it different? You know, when it you're is, running. Yeah, I mean, when you're hanging out in places that have had continual human habitation for eight, nine, ten thousand years or more, mm-hmm. Malmesbury, their little museum, they have artifacts. Stone Age artifacts going back to 50,000 B.C. to 150,000 B.C. They're labeled that time period. Um, That wasn't continual habitation at that period. But you pick up on – or I pick up on so many things. And there are a lot of the others, the elementals, whatever you want to call them over there as well, that seem to be a little bit more receptive to communication. And I ran into quite a few of those too. All of them very nice. I had some good conversations in places where some of the more ancient ones were a little upset with some of the New Age paganism that was going on that didn't have a good foundation. 
Uh-huh. And some of the other entities there loved it because it was a big party. But some with bigger wisdom or more ancient wisdom were a little concerned that the sacred place wasn't understood to be really what it was. And the people were using it incorrectly. Um, but this is a place where one of the Irish saints set up a, a prayer cell. I got to go in that, I think, in the 6th century. Mm-hmm. Um, it's There's no way to accurately describe these places. I've taken pictures, and hopefully some of them will be good. And um, we're putting together a couple books. And uh, it, it was it was great. I can't wait to go back. I just need to figure out how to afford it next year. All right, so so you're over there. So I, my question is: Is King Arthur was that real? Was King Arthur and Merlin and all that was that all real? Do you know? Have I you don't picked up anything. Oh um, darn it! Actually, and I didn't pick up anything on that, but I did pick up on the time periods. I picked up on the kings and knights a lot of times. Um, Arthur is probably modeled after King, I want to say Edmund, but I'm not sure I've got it right. Mm-hmm. It's one of, the early, um, one of the early kings that, the first one who really, Alfonso maybe it is, um, who, the, one of the first ones who unified the English um, kingdoms into mm-hmm. one kingdom. Now that's, I say English because I'm talking only England, not Wales, not Ireland, not Scotland, just um I'm not even sure if Cornwall was included in that, just the mm-hmm. English part. Mm-hmm. Um, so they think they know the historic models. But Glastonbury, for example, ancient, ancient um, um, church it, or cathedral. It has the oldest cathedral or the oldest church in England was there. And it's where the, the tour and the, the, uh, the abbey is what it is, not a cathedral. Um, supposedly have the thorns from the thorn trees planted from the crown of Christ that Joseph of Armenia brought over okay. um, shortly after. I mean, these are the legends. Yeah, right. And the monks needed money in early Middle Ages, and so one of them had this dream that they needed to go dig in this certain spot. So they did, and they found two coffins in pristine condition, one labeled very clearly Arthur and one Guinevere. Perfectly labeled, pristine, and of course, then it became a pilgrim site. In fact, I stayed in the hotel that was built for pilgrims in Glastonbury in 1452. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you get a little suspicious with the convenience of such something so clearly labeled, and I think I don't remember if there were bones in it that were in good shape or what. One of the Plantagenet kings took it away a few hundred years later. Didn't want the uh, competition, and nobody knows what happened to them. But um, I think Arthur's a legend based on historical people. Okay. That's that's so 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 there's some there is some reality to it, not just exactly the way it's we're portraying it or whatever. Exactly. And also the battle with the Romans, you know, there was that struggle, that's all very historic. The Celtic um the Celtic Christian influence and the blending with the Celtic paganism of the time. Now that's one thing I want to make clear. 
people talk about stone circles and they put pay, or they put Celts with the stone circles and all that stuff. Celts came to England about 300 or 400 BC, I believe it is. Might have been five, but that's the oldest. Those stone circles had been abandoned for a thousand years, most of them, before the Celts ever arrived. Whether or not they used them, I got a picture that, yeah, sometimes they did. They had nothing to do with creating them. Um, they were ancient, ancient sites long before they ever came over. England had a lot of people in it. Um, so I, I just like to clarify that because people get confused a little bit with that history. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm having a little bit of a mind-wandering moment. <laughs> oh, that never happens, William. No, not with me. And I actually... <laughs> So um, you said that you were over there for a book. Why don't you tell us about what you are doing with this book? Okay. Um, I have a theory about places being built by ancient people, perhaps because the veil or the wall was t- between dimensions is thinner in some places than others. And perhaps they... Um, discovered these places and so built these um, sites of burial or sites of worship there. And most of what I discovered, now of course it's not a scientific proposition it's a psychic proposition I can't prove it one way or another but what I picked up is this is real but then I also started getting the question because these a lot of these places now have Christian temples on them churches and such which was partly done because you keep people coming to the same location they've been coming to for hundreds of years. But also, I could feel that with the Christian temple. Now, a lot of the people attending and building these, especially in the early days, were very sincere in their faith and very spiritual people. But also, when you have sometimes three, four, five thousand years of religious practice of various kinds, but still a spiritual practice on the site, perhaps that changes the veil and makes it makes it the two worlds closer, or the multiple worlds closer, because it seemed like that happened as well. I remember there's an abbey nearby I used to go to, go to often, and my spiritual director there, a monk, I was talking about an experience I had there with smoked arches and ghosts and stuff um and he said yeah because i felt like protection zone and he said we've had people praying here continually for 50 years wow sets up a barrier it sets up its own energy in a sense its own spiritual field and it's sure. a spiritual place it makes sense uh-huh. so i'm going to be exploring more of that with nobody better steal this idea now and all the people <laughs> I've got pictures. I'm I'm working on it. So um, yes, but anybody else who did it, it wouldn't be your book. That's true. That's, that's right. So it's it's all well and good. Hey, let's do this, William. We are um, right up against our break. So why don't we take our break now? Um, and we'll be back in a minute or two. Sound good to you? Sounds good to me. All right, stick around, everybody. You're listening to Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark here on the Hazy Radio Network. We'll be right back. Doug, what you doing? I'm celebrating the new time slot for Periscope Uncensored. 
That's right. We're moving to 9-8 Central starting April 3rd. Yep. And with a party this big, we have to invite all of the Hazy Radio listeners. Uh, what was that? Oh, God, I think I partied a little too hard. Oh, Doug. Catch Periscope Uncensored Friday nights at 9-8 Central. Only on the Hazy Radio Network. Are you looking for a show that puts the paranormal in a different light? A show that shoots straight from the hip? A show where the knowledge of paranormal is number one? Then join Rick Hale, former co-host of Paranormal Underground Radio, for his new show, Common Sense Paranormal, where paranormal straight talk is what it's all about. Every Thursday night from 9 to 10 Eastern, right here on the Hazy Radio Network. Kristen from the Enlightened Circle. Join us Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern, where we'll feature great guests, enlightening information, and spiritual healing. If you have questions about or for the universe, the Enlightened Circle is where you want to be. Tuesdays at 10, only on the Hazy Radio Network. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. Life in the Universe with Madeline Rudy, discussing paranormal happenings in everyday life with psychics, healers, and intuitives from all over the world. Call in to receive healing energy and balancing. Learn how to create the most fulfilling life possible from healers, intuitives, and life coaches to help you move along your path in life. That's Life in the Universe every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Only on the Hazy Radio Network.
KZ Radio Network. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Hazy Radio Network, its affiliates, or sponsors. All shows are independently owned and broadcast for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> Hello, this is Paranormal Underground Radio in the dark. We are back on the Hazy Radio Network with Karen Frazier, myself, Chucky G, and Mr. William Becker. Oh, and look, down in below it says, the song was Speed of Light by Phil Crown. Look at that. What? How, wonderfully by Cheryl. that? I know. Yeah, it's like it's just right there in front of me. How could I possibly not notice it? Right. So I just <laughs> always feel like I need to say when we come back from our breaks or when we come in at the beginning of the show that I'm pretty sure that those disclaimers that – Cheryl plays right before we go on the air are meant for us and us alone. <laughs> oh, they are, are they? they I think don't. so. <laughs> I, I, I can't help but feel like that. We yet. do not hold the views of this station. Oh, I'm pretty sure we do. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we speak I'm, for the station. That's I right. speak for I speak for Zeta and everyone else too. Here we go. <laughs> We're gonna get a thing tonight on Facebook saying you are officially fired. <laughs> I was right. say, I'm having such a good time on your last show, you know. <laughs> we, yes. Hey, William. Uh-huh. So you have a, a Sumter event coming up. Is that still, are Ooh. there still spots available? There are some spots available. Um, Why don't you talk about the event then? Okay. Ooh, I want to hear that about this. like a good idea, too. The event is coming up, um, I have to, not this the, weekend. The weekend next. after this one. Yeah, Exactly. And what we're doing, um, one of my friends who's done a lot of a lot of classes and such with me too. She is from that area. In fact, one of the ghosts at the B and B is her uncle that she used to visit every summer for long periods of time. And um, so, what she's done is she's arranged. Um, we're going to um, do the work at the B and B and some other sites around Sumter. But we're also going to go to the Geyser Grand and do a tour. We're going to tour the Adler House, which is a museum. And we're going to um, go out to the Chinese graveyard. And possibly she's got ways that we can get down close to the Chinese wall. So and, these are all places that were as seen on Ghost Mine, correct? Um, I don't know Mostly. if all of them were seen on Ghost Mine, but some of them sure were. Yeah. I don't know about the Geyser Grand or the Adler House, but I think the rest of them were. Um, and I didn't see every episode, so I'm not sure, but several of them. Several oh, of them. you didn't see every episode? <gasps> I'm telling Jay. Oh. oh, that's okay. I'll see. I see him Tuesday, Saturday. I'll bring it up. <laughs> if, if I disappear, you know what happened. Yeah, I do know what happened. <laughs> You're in the mine. You're somewhere in anyway, the mine. Anyway, go on. Go on with you. Yeah. Go on with your event. The grant. The event's great. We're going to have um, starts Friday night, sa- Saturday. All day, and then we have the optional pieces on Sunday. People can come to um, as many people that will fit into the B and B. We will have there, and they've got some arrangements for overflowing. But we have room yet in the B and B, and if need to, I'll go to another place. Um, my website, uh, paranormalinsights.net, has all the information and prices, and you can pay on PayPal and all that kind of stuff there. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Barb and Jay. Yeah, I was looking at it today and thinking, oh, but it's Tanner. Tanner gets home from school and that's like his first weekend home. So I would be like a bad mom. Don't you think you'd like to come? No, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wait a not, second, e- not even a little. Well, no, because he thinks he doesn't. He he's not into this right now. Oh, yeah, okay. so. gotcha. It'll get him. I hope he's not listening. Um, he's not listening. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's going to be a lot of fun. We always have a great time. Uh, Barb and Jay, the owners of the B&B, are just amazing people. And we'll have barbecues if people want on Friday night and Saturday night. Um, Sumter isn't noted for its variety of places to go to eat. In fact, sometimes it's hard to find a place that's open. Um, So we're going to have barbecue if people want. And uh, it's going to be a blast. And then on the following weekend, Pete Orbea and I are doing an event together in Port Gamble. And that's also on the website. Yes, and also you have a gallery reading fundraiser coming up. And as you know, we are big fans of, of you and Rob here, so why don't you talk about that, too? Yeah, and, thank you. And your event with Pete, too. Yeah, the gallery reading is on the 27th, I believe. Uh, it's a Saturday of June, and it's from 3 to 4 o'clock at Rimsky Corsa Coffee House. Rimsky's has been around a good 30 years or more, and it's my favorite place to go in Portland. They're only open nights, but they're opening especially for us. And it's a donation-based gallery reading. Um, I don't even pull the money. Well, no, I don't. I don't even pull the money out. I hand it to to Rob, and he takes it out. Well, and Uh, so who does it benefit? Rob St. Helen, who, sorry, I told you, it's one of those days. Rob St. Helen is a great friend of all of us in the paranormal community. He's done an amazing amount for a lot of people. And he had a health scare a little over a year ago. When he was at the coast and had to be life flighted out, he had the same event happen a few few months ago, and he's still recovering. Um, A lot of major health issues happening and racked up some – well, the first event, I think he had $30,000 in bills he was responsible for. Insurance doesn't cover life flight, and um, that was a big piece. And I don't know the situation with the current because he didn't have the life flight, but it's – it's bad that way, and he's he's told me it's okay to say this. His doctor, he won't be working again. You know, yeah. Or disability yeah. and such. So anything we can do to help, there's also a Go, GoFundMe site I set up for him. Um, and so anything we can do to help him out that way, um, it's great. We have a f- friend from Washington coming down. She's told me. Me? With, no. We oh, have I was going to say I'm coming. Oh, good. I didn't know you were, but we have yeah. some. We have somebody from a little further north, with her uh, fiance. That said, she's coming. I I don't know who you're talking about. Am I supposed to know? Jamie. Oh, Jamie! Yeah, Jamie's coming. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> I just talked to her about it this morning too. Okay. Yeah, I just she was texting. Well, she was yeah. Facebooking and then texting me about it. And um, so I'm excited. I haven't seen either one of them for a long time. And uh, poor Tucker doesn't know what he's getting into. Oh, um, no, he does. He's met me. He knows. Oh, he knows. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's going to be a good time. Rimsky's, they have fabulous desserts that will be for sale and coffees. And so I always, they're not charging for the space, so I always encourage people to buy something and tip the server because the server is not getting paid either. Um, but it's, it's an amazing place. The owner of it owns the Sylvia, um, hotel and in Newport on Nye beach where all the rooms are after different authors. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 
um, she used to be around a lot in the early days of the of the BNB. I was there all the time, and just a wonderful person. I don't know if she'll be there, but the staff is great and um, a lot of fun. And the ghosts, lots of ghosts. Um, so we'll see. And I'll read whatever comes to me for about whoever's around, and um, maybe even get some past life readings or something like that in. Well, and I can tell you that William's readings are pretty pretty good. Um, gosh, what was it about a year ago now, William, when we were driving up to do that that uh, walkthrough and just yeah. having a, a regular conversation? And, and William is really funny because, well, William and I like to drive together because we, we like to point out haunted houses to each other. Right. And we're like, ooh, that place is haunted. We confirm it for each other. Um, but the other thing is that William is fun to be around because he will pop out with something. Do you know that this is going to happen to you? It's like, oh. So we were driving up and he says, you're going to lose a whole bunch of weight. And I was like, really? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're not even going to try. And a year later, 100 pounds later, he was dead on. So, And it was just random. We weren't talking about anything like that, were we? We were just yeah. talking. Yeah, I didn't. I've forgotten all about that. Thank you for yep. pointing it out. So, yep. and I he usually talk out with that, and I was like, "Wow, okay." <laughs> <laughs> He's full of crap. <laughs> yeah, oh. you're looking fabulous. Oh well, so are you. And you know, I meant to tell you, you look like you got some sun, even though you were in England. You were brown as a little bean. I've faded a lot since I've been back. I got. Last year, I got suntan and burnt in Ireland, and this <laughs> year, I got it in England. I mean, my hair bleached out even. It was yeah, amazing. it did. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah the, the, the weather gods like me over there, I guess. So, yeah. So, yeah. William, what's the Port Gamble event that you and Pete are doing? Are you guys doing a joint gallery reading? Um, what we're going to do is we're going to do a joint class, and then we're going to also do a joint gallery reading. And the class, we're going to be, uh, we'll, we'll probably go into the morgue. I think we're going to hold it in the theater. We've got access to that. Love the theater. That theater is crazy haunted. Yep, it is. Yep. And um, we also have, of course, with Pete, access to the Walker Ames, which I know is yeah. not place. Not my favorite place, but I know a lot of people really like it. These are all haunted yep. places, Jeff. Yes. Um, I think we're going into the morgue. Um and the then, morgue's kind of trippy. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've at my events we've had some interesting conversations go on in there. Mm -hmm. Um and then we've we're also I believe we'll be working in Mrs. Muir's perhaps a little bit. Oh. Um and he and I on Sunday will both be doing individual readings at Mrs. Muir's too. And right. I get to see his new little baby. Oh, yay. That's right. I forgot he was he's a new dad. I haven't so, met her. So, William, you work with people who are um, trying to develop their, their psychic abilities. Some of them are just absolute beginners, and some of them are a little more advanced. So, Chucky is a um, someone who is has really, in the last, what, six months, you think, Chuck? Yeah. Yeah, in, the last, yeah, in the last six months, everything in his life has changed. Um, some in ways that he feels aren't so good, but... They will be. But in other ways, he's had just this massive influx of psychic um, energy and psychic experiences. So what advice would you have for somebody like Chucky G? 
Um, let's see. Well, for one thing, can I do a little reading on you? Sure. Right? Sure. Okay. Um, for one thing, I see you, and I always preface this with I don't read the future, but sometimes I do a little bit. But I see you opening through this phase like a butterfly out of the cocoon. You are just going to fly and soar in all kinds of ways. Things that were holding you back and holding you in and shielding you, keeping you you inside of you instead of out, are falling away. And that's good. It's not a pleasant process, but you are just going to be thriving and flying high and you're all of you coming through. It's it's fantastic. It's really beautiful to see. More colorful than a monarch. Um, also, you have past lives. There's one, you've got the staff, you've got the white, older cloth. I'm not sure. It's, I believe he was Gandalf. Well, he kind of looks a little bit like this, except for the beard. <laughs> but um, I, I, I'm not going to say Gandalf, but a life that was one of the wisest people, one of the teachers, in a sense, dealing with the spiritual. You had a life similar to that on this continent as a Native American. You've done it a couple times at different times that I know of. You are holy man. You do, you have that connection with the spiritual as part as as part of your past life as part of your soul's existence. Mm-hmm. And part of what you do in between lines is you help work with those people who hadn't opened up to that much of that piece yet. You help them come more in touch with the past, but also with the spirituality. It's kind of like they're almost newbies, in a sense. Yeah. It helps them to develop more of that connection with themselves and the higher spiritual level. Whoa. We're okay. colleagues. You train them, and I'm a bounty hunter. I chase them down when they get stuck here. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, that, yeah, that, um, that's a... That's very interesting you say all that because um, uh, one of the things I'm doing right now is I'm going to start doing speaking events, um, right. and it's tailored to um, the first half is just kind of like what I what I believe the the, the paranormal world is, you know, how it exists, what it is, just my opinion. Um, and then the second part is kind of like, you know, we have to go over the paranormal investigator part of it and, you know, right. what we why we do it and stuff like that. And then the last part is – where I will be talking about spirituality and that we are all really one person and that, you know, we all have it in us and that we need to learn how to connect to that and that I want to be able to kind of teach that in a humorous and entertaining way within the events that I'm going to be doing. I love it. I want to do an event with this guy. (laughs) I keep trying to get him to, like, just move out here. Or at least come for a visit. Or we could go to Chicago and do an event. Well, you could, yeah. Definitely. We could. We could, yes. You know, if if I ever have to stop spending every penny of my money for college and stuff, yeah, I'm there. I'm I'm talking about doing a paid event where the event 
pays for itself and makes us a little bit too. This is, I mean, we, I would like that would be fun to do. Sil- I don't have a silver spoon. Mm-hmm. The revolutions took them all. I need, to, <laughs> I I need to, um, you know, have a positive cash flow, mm-hmm. and so I would like. We'll have to chat. That's cool. Yeah, well, because I'm talking to the Arcata Theater, which is one of the places we investigated, about doing an event there, and they're all up for it 100%. They want to know when I want to do it, regular time, nighttime, how I want to do it, and they'll they'll set it up. They'll you know they got lights, they got all sorts of stuff that we can use to enhance the event. So um, I I haven't talked to them yet, but I will be down the road talking to them about it. And it seats about 175 people, so it could be a pretty big event, um, and it's a well known place too so so cool. what's your best what's your best piece of advice for for chuck my best piece my best piece of advice is really listen to your gut now don't listen to your emotional mind things like that you have your own instruction manual inside of you okay and use allow that to come through usually first thought best thought make sure you know how to ground and center yourself do that first that's real important. Okay. And I was going to say learn shields and filters, but you mm-hmm. don't need um, filters. You might filters come in handy for lots of things. Just in the in you know I use them on an occasion because you've got 150 different ghosts trying to talk to you all at once, mm-hmm. and so sometimes and you can help kind of. Let them all know that you'll get to everybody, but you can only handle a couple at a time or something, you know. Right. Uh, but um, you can handle anything that you can come across, I think, already now. Get a hold of me, too, and we'll chat some more. But okay. that's a piece of it. It's important for people in general to work with somebody they can trust mm-hmm. and get some information. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm... I mean, there are other people out there besides me, but um, somebody you have a good fit with, mm-hmm. and grounding and centering is huge. And yeah, I've learned. How, I've, I've learned how to. Yeah, I've learned how to ground myself. You know, I, I ground myself in the morning and I ground myself at night, and I also do a shield. I put a, uh, you know, like I have this particular shield I put over my. It's it's funny because it's like armor from like you know medieval times. That's Everybody my shield, right? has their own kind so of shield. That's that's my that's my. I, that's I my sheet that I use. Yeah, I, I use that. And then I'm uh, seeing a bunch of medieval armor. Yeah, so. so, I mean, you know, that's that's how I do it. But then I, I, I've i recently just come across where things are just kind of like, I, I understand the first thought process now. You know, I got that now because it just stuff just pops out. I don't even know sometimes where it came from. It just I just say it and it happens. So uh, it's kind of kind of. It's it's startling to me a little bit, but um, that these things have been happening lately where I just spit it out and it's like people are looking at me like, how did you know that or whatever? I'm like, I, I don't know, you know, so um, it's starting to slowly get to that process now. So Excellent. Well, a couple things. If you're going to put up a shield, what I suggest is you you start it deep within you. It's like there's another dimension inside of us. Push it from there. So just in case there's something already close to you. Mm-hmm. You don't want to trap it on the inside of the shield. You want to make sure you push anything away. So if you're shielding, do that. Or filtering, the same thing. That's okay. something I suggest. For somebody really, really new at this, um, I suggest you find somebody to talk to. Listen to your insides, but really stay away from the 
emotional, intellectual. Stay away from the ego. It's real easy to get caught up and lead yourself astray without some guidance and grounding. Okay. Um, you already seem pretty grounded. And I know Karen will help keep too, but I want to talk to you. Um, sure. yeah. And... I tend to blurt things out sometimes, but I try not to. Like this time I was able to ask you if I could read. Yes. But I'm getting better at it because sometimes it just goes boom. Yes. Um, and it can be rude and dis... Um, and I don't do that with strangers. Mm-hmm. I don't do that unless it's a conversation that we're already bringing that up or something up in such a way that it's. I'm sure it's okay, but at the same time it's... It's a little rude to do it without asking, and yes. I'm guilty of it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I just try to be more careful. Partly that's the ADHD. Partly that's <laughs> I keep coming out. <laughs> yeah, well, I've learned, I, I, and that's true. You said that because I've learned that with uh, even with like people at work that I know, because most of the people at work know who I am or what I do, and so you know, there are certain people that are they're fine. You know, just do it. You know, because it's good practice for me, and they don't mind. Um, but there are certain people where they'll say it. And then I want, I want to just share what I'm seeing or feeling. And then I can see by their mannerisms, they're uncomfortable. Um, so then I just kind of pull back and stop and, and don't go any further because, you know, yeah. I didn't and really ask for so. And don't do things like I have a friend, a good friend, who somebody in the last year or two or last year or so, I was at the event where this happened, okay. just came up to him and said, you're going to die at such and such age. I can't even remember for sure who it is. Don't do that. No. <laughs> for one thing, for one thing, nobody knows, and right. that's just a sign of what a fraud and a charlatan this person is. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I'm going to qualify these things because I don't want to get sued. Um, but I also don't know who it was or anything else. I, I don't, honestly don't remember. I'm not sure that I even knew who the person was when they told me about the experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I know who the person who. Who was told this was he's a good mm-hmm. friend but i don't know who told him is what i'm saying um so you just don't do that um and you don't um you just you don't go out giving bad news right uh, you keep the ego in check work work at making sure it's not like look at what i can do okay uh, um, and it's, you know, it can be easy to get carried away because it's exciting and it's new and it's a wonderful thing. Yes. But I also try to remember, like with me, I'm not special. Everybody has psychic ability. It's allowing mm-hmm. to come through. It's learning it. It's developing. It's working on it. It's all yeah. of that. And everybody's just going to look a little different than mine. And so yeah. that is to keep the ego a little bit in check and say, yes, I can do all this. But yes, mm-hmm. so can other people too. That doesn't make me some kind of something wonderful. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, I look at it as though I just enjoy because it it's, it's nice to help people or to you know make their day a little bit. If you're sharing some simple a simple message, I think that's that's what I get out of it. I, I mean, I, I'm amazed that it happens. So I mean, yeah, I guess as a kid, I'm like at that kid in me. It's like holy cow, how did that just happen? But I don't look at it as though who that's me. I'm so cool. I look at it as more right. as you know. It's just really cool that I can share this with someone and they're going to get something out of it. I think that's the cool part for me. So, Exactly. And I get excited when I still when I get confirmation because that's mm-hmm. the only way I know for sure that we're right is yeah. 
there's something historical, if there's a picture, a document, somebody else's experience, they I describe somebody by them and they say, yes, that's great aunt so-and-so. Um, yes. It's, we need that to know that we're, that we're right because we can all make mistakes. Right. Um, it, it's exciting. Good for you. Thank and you. there was another piece to that I was going to say. What else was I going to say, Karen? I, there's another I spot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Karen's uh, best advice. Karen's best advice was uh, was the the one word that I'll always remember, and it's trust. Just trust in it. what you're doing, you know. Yeah, and don't try to interpret it. Yes, that's yeah. That was the thing that um, she told me too, and so did Nancy. Nancy's told me quite a lot. Do not try to interpret what, because that's what I was trying to do. I'm like, I don't understand why this is. Maybe I should think about why it is. And then I learned that just muddles everything to do any good so now i just go uh i don't know why to say this but i'm just gonna say it that's how i, I usually start things and i go blah, blah 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 and then they look at me and they go oh my god and i go okay well i guess it made sense so that's the way i do it so i've had yeah. things that seem like a worst b movie out there that just really nail it <laughs> and i've almost not said it i prefaced it sometimes i saying this is just so bizarre but yeah yeah that's, that's right. how I, yeah so. that's how i do it i go i don't know how this is gonna fit but I saw pigs. I don't know. You know, that's what I did to this one girl. And I was, I don't know how that happened, but you know, it all made sense to her. So, but it sounded pretty weird to me. So, mm-hmm. do you still have my number? I believe I do. Okay, good. I has yours changed? Um, has my number changed? No. Uh-huh. Okay, no. good. In the next couple of days, let's chat some more about this too. Oh, your friends. Yeah. <laughs> And Karen made a little finger thing where you cook together. Yeah, uh, yeah it's my language. <laughs> do some more too. Yeah. Well, this is part of what I love about this field. I tell you, there are so many wonderful people out there. There are very, very few that aren't, and most of those go away sometimes or whatever. But I'm just really lucky, blessed. I feel about how many great people and friends and stuff I've made through doing all this work and um it's fantastic i had a beautiful email from one of the people at the class that we had we had the class at the lewis county museum the other day Mm -hmm. and um a woman just sent me such a lovely email about how she had the best sleep she'd had for a long time and the peaceful calming energy and got something and wants readings and stuff and it was so sweet and made that alone is enough to make the whole thing worthwhile to me. It's I hope somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's all, mm-hmm. all about, yeah. you know. And the the most interesting thing about everything you've talked about, and that was the Ghost Club. That's the part that really hooked me. <laughs> the Ghost Club is amazing. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, Do is they it have like, like a ghost handshake? No, nothing <laughs> T-shirts. like that. T-shirts, t-shirts. Yeah, you know. No, nothing like that. They no, do events and stuff. They have speakers every month. And then they do investigations. Sometimes they go different places. Mm-hmm. They've got a couple events coming up. I got to figure out a way I can get to. Is it um, all? What is it? Wait, is it all like? Is it all mediums and psychics, or are there just paranormal investigators, or is it a mix? What? What yeah, is? It's kind of a mix. It's mostly researchers, investigators, and researchers in the paranormal. Okay. Um, I don't think I was the only psychic medium there, but I may have been. Um, but. There were only, you know, the whole club wasn't there either. It's right. it's kind of a mix of people, um, just really outstanding people. And I've I've got, I met some people that I'm in close contact with still. So that's, I think it's cool. It's we great. should have, we should have a ghost club here in America. That's what I'm thinking. 
mm-hmm. have several. They're called paranormal teams. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. It's cool. They get to go in cool pubs and well, well this you know this this thing has a hundred and fifty five years worth of records and archives and yeah. all kinds of things. They put together an outstanding monthly newsletter and different things. Um, which reminds me, Cheryl, I spaced an article. I'm sorry. I didn't send one in for June 1st. Um, um, and, she mouthed uh, it's okay. She was okay. muted, but she said he's, it's okay. He, he okay. just he, he just gave it out over the air, William. Now everybody I'm knows. Um, How dare you, sir? You failed, sir. <laughs> I know. Well, it probably means I won't be in the magazine. Um, <laughs> probably that, that is true, unless we're just going to post a, like two pages with your picture. I don't feel bad because I didn't get one in either, so I'm in trouble too. Scary. That would be really scary. Uh, But you know, it's just in this. You didn't ask the question, but a big part of what I value about all this work is the way we get to more fully explore and live in the world around us. When we can work with the other realms and the other beings, the more we can interact and such the more there is to explore and more friends i have good friends that are ghosts or paranormal beings or whatever i don't really like the word ghost i've been using it tonight Mm -hmm. um but they they visit they come hang out some of them have even let me see see them in full form you know in the middle of the afternoon and so that piece of it Plus the piece, the people interested, the people wanting the psychic help, um, all of that together, it's just an amazing community and so many wonderful experiences. And just the more you explore this, Chuck, the more open you're going to feel. I mean, the more you're going to be able to experience what's around you. Mm-hmm. Meditation's always a good help too. Yeah, I, I'm trying to learn how to do that, but my mind just goes about a billion miles an hour, so it's it's a tough one for me. But I, 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 I play like CDs at nighttime when I'm going to bed. And that's one of the ways I can kind of like then just sit and not think and just chill until I fall asleep. So I don't know if that <laughs> counts or not, but it does help me to kind of put me in. And I have pretty interesting dreams sometimes, pretty vivid, real uh, uh, you know, experiences. So, um, but, you know, trying to do, to do it during the day, I have like a lot of issues trying to just sit and just chill. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And I do too. You, but, you learn how to do it. Yeah. And the key is you just don't latch on. You recognize what's going on. Thank yeah. the thought and let it go and mm-hmm. uh, don't follow the tangent. So it's a practice. It's not a perfection. Right. So, you know, William, you say that the more you work with it, the more you open up. So what do you say to somebody who, um, was working with it and opening opening up, and for whatever reason, had some kind of experience that just made everything shut back down. I would want to find out more about the experience and what happened, and I would want the person, if they want to work with it again, to make sure that they're safe. It's important to keep oneself safe. That's why I suggest for most new people to. To work with somebody you trust um, and see if we can help understand what really happened. Sometimes that experience isn't necessarily what it seems. It can be totally frightening to the person, but it could be 
a scary individual, not something that's a soul sucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and not to downplay the experience, but to help people understand. Um, and if people don't want to do it, I certainly don't insist that they adventure this way. I think right. it's good for people, but you have to be ready. And yeah. if they're not if they're not ready, I wouldn't ever want to force somebody. It's it's something you can get in over your head on if you're not careful. Yeah. Uh, so have I have a specifics? no. Um, okay. uh-uh. I have a I have a question from Bob in chat. Okay. He says, since you are in England, do you think the monuments built on the ley lines thin the dimensions between us and the spirits and help non-mediums experience what well-developed mediums get? It's a really good question. And I am not sure. I think the ley lines might have an effect and monuments built on them. I think it's a possibility. But I don't have enough data to know for sure. I didn't have a ley line map with me. I'm not one of the people that can sense them. Um, and so I didn't get enough of that research to give them a positive or an absolute statement. Okay. I would okay. I would think it's certainly possible. All right. So, William, oh, were you done? Yeah, I just wanted okay. to say sorry. I couldn't give a better answer. Yeah, okay. Let's talk turkey. Or did we already? Turkey, no, we didn't. Let's talk Turkey. Turkey is going to be an amazing trip. It's also on my website. It's, it's we're talking the country, not the bird. That's right. Yes. Um, <laughs> Ten days, and we are going to Constantinople. Nowadays they call it Istanbul. We're going to Troy. We're going to Ephesus. Um, one of the options is the Whirling Dervishes. Uh, we're in the um, western part of the country, the part that was heavily colonized at times by the Greeks, and Rome was there. Turkey is one of the cradles of civilization, and we're going to a lot of those spots. Uh, it's an amazing country. It's very secular, um, at least the parts we're going to. And it's a very safe country, Um Again, the parts that we're going to. Um, and I'm looking forward to this trip. And people can sign up for the trip on your website, right? Exactly. Paranormal under, or ParanormalInsights.net. I almost gave your website. Yeah, I almost gave ours. <laughs> There's no turkey trip here. Um, yeah. So that's in August? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, the... 15th or 16th, I think, is when that starts. Oh, that'll be the day that I'm moving my child into his new apartment. Uh, <laughs> think how much more fun you'd be in Turkey. <laughs> well, I probably wouldn't want to cry because my baby was moving into an apartment. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. But when I was... I, I, I was just in Istanbul last year um, for a few days. I didn't get to go... The overland from Bulgaria into Istanbul was the only other part of Turkey I saw. And it's beautiful. And what's, I mean, in Istanbul, Hagia Sophia, it was built 6th century, I think, 7th maybe. Um, until St. Peter's was built for a thousand years, this was the largest building in the world. And the biggest dome. 
it stood earthquakes, revolutions, wars. It's still standing. And they figured out why, just the way the cement is and the bricks and different things, too. Um, when it was a mosque, the Ottomans, the Muslims didn't destroy anything. They covered things because their religion doesn't allow the human portrayal. So they covered, but they're revealing some of the most favorite or most famous mosaics in the world are in that building. It's a building I've wanted to see since I was maybe first grade. And I got to go there. And you're standing in something this ancient. Um, the first legal church was right in that complex. St. Irene's is right there. The Blue Mosque is right there. Um, Roman catacombs from, I don't know, 2nd century, I think? That I mean, a cistern, not a catacomb, a cistern. That's stunningly beautiful, and there's so much to read. And what they did is they took columns from all kinds of things around to make there. And, I mean, there's a Medusa head that's on the bottom of a column that's used to help support the roof on its side. I mean, that's just the way they put it together. And there's water down there. The people are amazing. Um, and I can't say enough about the place. It's magic. England is where I want to live. Turkey is a place that just connects in a way that's incredibly special. It's it's more magical than any place else I've ever been. When I say that in a good way, um, and it's not necessarily this big oriental paradise. It's especially a place like Istanbul that's a cosmopolitan city with millions of people and, you know, it's... It's not representative of what you'd think of of the Middle East, because it, it isn't. But we're going to learn to be able to open up and communicate, or at least see a lot of the beings and a lot of the history of these places and the people that were part of it. And I can't describe the feeling when you're sitting there and you're watching the Roman um, soldiers practicing and exercising or seeing the battle going on or watching people walking down the street doing their daily business or sitting in a pub and having Sir Francis Drake look in the window at you. That that happened in Exeter. That didn't happen in Istanbul. Um, but it's truly an... I hate the word to keep using amazing, but I don't have the vocabulary to express the degree of enjoyment and coming alive that you get. It's the same kind of thing, like the butterfly opening up. You just come alive with it, spiritually, emotionally, all kinds of ways. And I um, can't wait. It sounds gonna, like a lot of fun. It will be. It will be. So I appreciate that. All right. Well, are you ready to shamelessly self-promote, William? I think I have. Um, well, go, now let's now let's put it all into one nice thing where people can find you and all of that. Absolutely. Um, parent, or, geez, I keep wanting to say you guys. Paranormalinsights.net is my website, and most everything is up on there. I've got, um, like we said, we've got Sumter. I've got Port Gamble with Pete. O or Bea. I've got Turkey. 
I've got a Rob's fundraiser. I've got a conference at Port Gamble in October. Ankasha and I are working on an event together, um, probably September. And everything is up on the website as it comes into fruition. I'm also teaching once a month at Coffee Rush in Oregon City. It's a two-hour class, 25 bucks. Um, check the website for the schedule. It's it's a third Sunday class, but I'm not around every third Sunday these days. So uh, you have to check the schedule to know for sure what those are. You can reach me. My email address is on the website. That's a great way to get a hold of me um, with questions, find out anything else that you want to do. All of the Oh, Stanley Hotel in November. That's up on the website too. And um, yeah, that's going to be fantastic. Good. And you do you do the private you do the private mentoring as well. I do private mentoring as well and, and readings. And readings exactly. And it's all right there and I love doing it. We well, have the newsletter because you have the newsletter because I get that. Oh, and you have a newsletter that comes out, yeah. Oh yeah, thank you. Um, yep. You can sign up for that on my website. It's every other month. Mm-hmm. My next guest art, um, author is going to be Ms. Fraser. Um, I hope it's okay to announce that publicly now. Um, uh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> you I can't back out. <laughs> oh yes I can Ooh. I didn't say you couldn't <laughs> oh I did <laughs> I, think, I think my next guest author if I really am nice to her <laughs> will be Karen Frazier <laughs> um, uh, I get myself in so much trouble so easily it's okay. but yeah it's all right there and it's a simple easy sign up the, what, the email letter is free Mm-hmm. And at this point, it's once a month. I mean, once every other month. That not bombarding, and it. I think it works for people. Yes, it does. And it's a schedule. And and, uh, and you pulled our butts out of the fire today because our guest canceled at the last. Well, not at the last minute. She gave us a day, but you came on very short notice to do the show for us. And so, you know, for that we are terribly appreciative. Well, you're welcome. I'm very grateful to be on it. I love it. This is always a lot of fun for me. <laughs> Good. Um, so, William, you are welcome to stick around to the end of the show if you want to, you know, chat with us after the show, or you can hang up. It's your choice. We have to take care of some business. Okay. Um, I have to take off, actually. Okay. Well, there you go, then. So, I will chat with you guys later, and I okay. appreciate everything very much. Sure. Thanks, Thanks William. William. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. I'm waving at you guys, too. Yeah. Good night. Good night. All right. There you guys. There he goes. William Becker, Paranormal Insights. Look him up. He's a good guy. Um, You know, lots of fun stuff to offer. If you've ever felt like going to Turkey, August is your chance. I can website. I know, but it would be great. It sounds like a really fabulous trip. Okay. (laughs) So, Cheryl, do you think you can get your microphone on this time? Yes. Yes, I can. (laughs) Wow. What's up to you tonight, man? You're looking for a fight. Look at Come on, lady. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just teasing her. Okay. So okay. Next, week, next week on The Big Shoe, what do we got? The Big Shoe. Well, that's a great question. That's, oh, that's it's going to be another one of those. Wonderful There's question. no answer, is there? Um, well, I, I can't say because the person who I invited... Um, 
I don't know if they're going to be able to make it. So I'm, I'm going to have to hold off. I'm going to say visit our website in the next few days at paranormalunderground.net. Click the radio guest tab, and it hopefully we'll know by this weekend. And you can find out all about it there. Okay, well, do we have other upcoming guests? Oh, yeah, we have fabulous upcoming guests. On Maddie. June 18th, we'll be talking haunted dolls with Holly Smarr. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah. She's also a retired paranormal investigator, from what I understand. And then uh, June 25th, uh, uh, Paula Rosenfeld, and we talked a little bit about this a couple weeks ago about the oneness blessing, also known as Diksha. Diksha? Uh huh. Yep. And then we are going to be talking about Bigfoot on July 2nd with uh, Bigfoot witness and evidence collector Barb Shoop. And then we're going to be on hiatus, taking a little summer break from July 9th through the 23rd. But then we will round up July, July 30th with Mark Anthony, the psychic lawyer. I've read his book. He's fun. Oh, you already read his book? Um, I think so. Okay, you got another copy on the way. <laughs> I just read it on Kindle. I like to have, oh, you know, like a Kindle. book. Okay. Well, you'll get a hard copy, I think. Oh. So there you go. Yeah, I, is, is it a good book? Because I, I haven't read it yet, so I got one coming. So, mm -hmm. yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting. All the stuff you're saying about me it was kind of interesting. It was I was going to ask you what you. I, I was going to ask you what you thought about it. I uh, kind of like. I don't know. It's it, it, it's funny that he said. You know, you're like a. I like his his analogy of you know you're like a uh, butterfly opening up or whatever because. I mean, in a way, that's exactly what I feel like. Like I've I started like very contained and not like sure what's going on. And now slowly but slowly, it just seems to be like I'm. I don't even have control. It's just taking over. You know what I mean? It's just just slowly taking over. Um, so I, I find that to be spot on. You know, it was interesting. He was saying about my past lives. I mean, that kind of stuff was kind of interesting because everybody always keeps telling me that I that I need to be teaching. Which I think is interesting because it's like I'm just learning myself. How can I be teaching if I'm just learning, you know? Um, so, but that's what everybody, the consensus is what everyone I talk to says you need to be teaching. Cal, Nancy, William, everybody just keeps saying the same thing that that's what I, uh, I need to do in whatever form, however I want to do it, but that's what I, I need to share and do that. So, um, and with the, the events I'm doing and stuff, it kind of feels like that's probably the way I'll be going, you know? In, in a way, you know, I'll be, I'll be teaching in a way like that, you know, so, um, and I do want to try doing some reading and stuff too. Uh, that'd be kind of cool to, to, to test that out. So yeah, I, I found his, uh, it was pretty much spot on on what other people have told me. So that's cool. You know, I think it's got to take some serious balls to do a gallery reading. To me, that just sounds like the most terrifying thing on the planet. Yeah. It, it's kind of freaky to think about it. Like, um, I did a read for a girl, that, um, uh, because she said, well, you know, I'll, I'll help you with your website if you can do a read. And I said, fine. So what happened is she, um, she goes, this is, um, this is a, uh, a, a necklace that my great grandmother had. And as soon as she put it in my hand, all I saw was bright orange, like orange, yellow, like really bright orange. And I said, oh, well, she, and I could just feel her. I go, she's here right now. And she's smiling and she's looking at you. And she's like, yeah. And I described what she looked like. I go, her hair's like this. And you know, I described what she is. And, and uh, she started to cry. And she's like, that's exactly who that is. And I go, and it's a lot to do with just, orange you know like it's just orange and then i found out that the girls one of her colors that her favorite colors is orange um and then um 
Uh, I didn't happen to notice because I'm not paying attention to the surroundings I'm in. Her laptop is orange. The thing she's drinking is orange. Everything's orange. And I go, okay. And then, uh, I saw her grandma kind of laugh and, 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 and I heard her say that that's, that's how you'll know when she's around. When she's around you, she'll show you, you'll see a bunch of orange, whatever it's flowers or whatever. It won't be one orange. It'll be a bunch of orange. That's what you'll see. And that you'll, you'll know that's, that that's her, you know? And then I said a couple other things that, her grandma said, I, I to- told her she, she recognized that's who it was. Um, and that was it. And it was really cool to, to see her, uh, uh, well, I don't, it's not cool to see her cry, but I mean, it was good to see her be emotional and, and have that connection, you know? So I thought that was kind of cool. So, and cool to see not, her cry. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I didn't mean it's cool to see her cry. It was cool to see that, you know, cause she said, she goes, she told me, she goes, you're just amazing. And I go, it's, it's not me. It's just whatever comes through. I said, but it's just nice to know that I can relay something to somebody and make their life better. You know what I mean? So I, I yeah. kind of, I really felt really good about that. Good. Well, that's very cool. Um, more power to you. Thank you. I think you'll do really well. You Thanks. know, when he was talking about you being a butterfly fly emerging from the cocoon, though, all mm-hmm. I could see I'm so embarrassed to tell you this. No, what? um, So, you know, Ace Ventura, when he's coming out of the rhino's butt? (sighs) Yes. That's what you saw me? Yes. But coming out like a butterfly's butt? Oh, here I am, folks. I am the psychic medium. That's totally what I saw. (laughs) Lord. There's a visual for everyone listening, and anyone will be listening to this in the future. <laughs> it's me flying out of a butterfly's ass. There you go. <laughs> <sighs> Bob says I'll be uh, I'll be buff and have wings. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. I'd be, all right. I'd be there a tough well, butterfly. Well, you could get like wings tattooed on your back. I could. Well, I am getting you another get angel tattoo. Wings tattooed. I'm getting a tattoo right here. Yeah. I d- yeah. I, he's uh, pointing to his forearm, people. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm pointing to my forearm, and it's uh, going to be like a Celtic cross. Yeah, I'm getting uh, one right here. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, Tanner and I are going and getting tats together when he gets home. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I know. I, Isn't that cool to go get a tattoo with your mom? I think it is cool. I wanted to go with my daughter and she got her tat, but I, I couldn't. So, um, uh, because I wasn't, you know, I, I was, had things going on. I was kind of bummed because it's like her first tat. It's just on her leg, you know. Yeah, but, well, this will be my very first tattoo at the almost the age of 50. Whoa, 50 you, this year. you rebel, you. You mm-hmm. are just a rebel. I like it. That's good. No, it's good that you're going to get a tat. I just, well, part of the reason too this is going to be I a have, little teeny tiny. Oh, I have a tat on here that you can't, no one else can see, but yeah. you can see it. But I need to yeah. get that covered because this one was a tat that I got covered. So now I just got to get this one covered. But Well, how come you want to get it covered? Is it like an ex-girlfriend or something? No, it's just really, really old, silly thing that we did when oh. we were kids, like when I was 15. So it's like, okay, it's time to make it go away and to change it. So I figured, hey, let's put something that means something. So um, Al and I always liked like England and Ireland and all that. And I figured, well, Celtic Cross is kind of cool. And I wanted something that had to do with... Uh, being psychic too so it's just kind of be a mixture of a couple of things just trying to figure out what i'm gonna do well that's terribly exciting well i think very much i try to be as exciting can, as possible we can we can show each other our tattoos <laughs> we are exciting people folks and you just I can't know. see we're, we're old people yeah anyway, i know that's uh, i'm gonna be hitting uh yeah i'm gonna be hitting senior citizen status in september is 55 senior citizen yes it is really 
Yes, it is. Well, you know, I don't know because I know some people. Well, like you, you get your AARP card when you're 50. I know because they've yeah. been stalking me all year. Yeah, I've been getting those forever. I'm just waiting. <laughs> They're waiting for me to Lower reach then. that tipping point. And uh-huh. I know some places like senior discounts start at like 55. But yeah. I think senior citizen. I don't even think it's I. I don't even think it's in your 60s. I don't. But th- that's yeah. probably because I'm bearing down on those. Well, no, I feel like senior citizen would be like. You know, maybe eighty. You know, maybe. that would be, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that would be. I mean, because I mean, I'm not, I'm not old. Not well, because like my parents are in their seventies, mm-hmm. and um, I don't think of them as being particularly old. I mean, they're really active, and they're you know, they're very vital, active people. Well, look at that, Josie. They don't just said that uh, you're Chuck. You're still a spring chicken, and Karen too. There you go. So we're still uh, well, chickens. see, we're chickens. We're chickens. Eight-legged chickens. Eight-legged chickens and dino pee. You see what I have done? Full <laughs> yes. circle. Full circle. Which is why this is the perfect time to close. Is it? Right. I think so. So right. uh, thank you to William yes, for thank coming you. on the show. William Becker, Paranormal Insights. Yes. Uh, it was a great show, and he is always so kind to help us out when we need him. Yeah, I have to and, call him. Um, what? I have to call him, by the way. He's yeah. very much I have to call him. He, so. seems, he seems to want you to call him. So come back next week, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, other times in the flyover states. Thank you for listening to Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark here on the Hazy Radio Network. Good night. night. If you'd like to be again Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark, email us at editor at paranormalunderground.net. And until next week, remember this. If something looks out of place or doesn't feel quite right, it could just be something paranormal.